I really hope the, the viewers who are listening to this have already seen the movie. Um, so as a disclaimer, I think if you haven't seen the movie, please go watch this movie because we'll be spoiling a lot. Uh, and I think to go into this movie, you don't want to know anything because it ruins the whole experience of it. So um, that's true. But I've seen it like three, four times now, um, and I will watch it again many times in the future. It's a it's a fantastic movie. Every time I watch it, I kind of forget parts of it. And uh, the thing that really confuses me is like the beginning is so weird. Like it does not set you up for the movie at all because it's just like a weird CGI rabbit running around. And the CGI is like <sighs> not the best. It's done pretty poorly. And it's like confusing what's happening with the rabbit. And then they point at his eyes and you're like, is the rabbit blind? Like, I don't know what's going on. And then it just completely cuts to something completely different. And the rabbit doesn't come back to later. So I remember being like very confused by that. And I was like, I don't know where this is going. Um, but once it gets into the like the setup, the blind pianist, it's like it's just it's just a great ride all the way throughout. And I think the reason when I first watched it, it was PR because of like the story and Aishwan Karana. But I think actually on rewatch, it really is Taboo's movie. I watched this with a girlfriend and she said it's funny because every time she says something, you know, she's a bad character. But she'll just like cajole in a certain way. She'll act sympathetic in a certain way. Or she'll say something. You're like, oh, like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I could trust her this time. Like you're doing the same thing Aishwan Karana's character is doing. Yeah. Um, Especially so, at the end where she's like, don't be an idiot. Help me out. And you're like, yeah. Aishwan Karana, don't be an idiot. Don't help yeah. her out. And then she yeah. keeps talking and you're like, oh, yeah, shit. You're kind of fucked if you don't let her out. So you should. And yeah. then yeah. even at the end where she's driving the car and she lets him out and you're like, Okay, like, you know, he saved her life. You made sure she's alive. Like, she's saving his life. And then she turns around in order to, like, run him over. Oh, Jesus wild. Christ. Yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah what, it's a crazy movie. Um, I think that the one thing I like about this movie is that it's not a, it's not a Bollywood film in the truest sense. Uh, I feel like when you and I watch movies, we can... We start a movie and I could predict everything almost scene by scene that's going to happen for the rest of the movie. This movie, it's it's wild. It's crazy. There's literally like right angles every like 10 minutes and you go one way and then it suddenly turns to the right and you're going a totally different way and you're like, oh, I think I know where it's going. And then they're like, nope, screw you. And then I'll go a totally different way. So I think it's a really, really fun watch. So me and Aniket obviously have our own perspectives on movies that are basically like, you know, we grew up watching the same movies. We've seen a lot of these movies at the same time. So we wanted to get some outside perspective too. So we're doing a sometimes segment um, on this pod that we call Correspondence Corner. So we're going to reach out to somebody who's either grew up in a different country than us or is pretty different than us who has like, who might have like a different take on the movie. So for this time, my friend Sudesh, he had some thoughts on other than it's one of his favorite movies. So we'll let him give his two minutes and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll throw to throw to the thing after that. First of all, it's written by five people and it kind of shows in a very good way. And like the thing that strikes me the most is that there's just so much that happens in the movie. It's like, it honestly feels like two or three sort of, TV episodes club or like two or three movies clubbed into one there's just like so many different like the organ harvesting and the love story the, the the blind like these could all be separate movies in and of themselves 
but they like stopped into this one masterpiece and somehow it just it's tied together brilliantly and reading the plot i just dude there's like entire paragraphs i don't even remember happening it's it's just such a stuffed movie and like what i liked about it is is that it's just ridiculous enough to be believable but it it doesn't it you know what i mean it just stretches that like believability factor just enough that you're into it and it like creates like an insane amount of drama but i mean if when you read this the summary on paper it's just so funny it doesn't make any sense but when you watch it you're like super into it so i really appreciate that and holy shit like the only thing i have to say is the last i think what really made this movie like a 10 on 10 for me is like the last shot i really like it when movies when the last 30 seconds of a movie mean something and it just doesn't just fade away it like leaves you with something to think about and um the closing shot of anadhan like you probably know is harsh <laughs> one of my favorite endings in movies i actually thought it was interesting how he talks about how it's three different like tv show episodes i didn't think about that cuz there is a shit ton going on in this movie i guess maybe yeah. you know it's interesting i this is me just purely speculating but he did say that there's five writers which i didn't know about i wonder if each writer came up with a story and then they just fused it into one movie That's possible. You know like it's kind of like pulp fiction or something. It's probably the most famous example that people will know is where like Quentin Tarantino wrote a story and his friend Roger Avery wrote a story and they were like, "Well, let's just combine them." Yeah. And then they yeah. got they wanted to get a third guy to do it. Third guy didn't do it. So Quentin Tarantino wrote another story, but like they just mashed them together. This is kind of like that except it's like a linear narrative. These he's he's so they should totally write actually. It's totally yeah. multiple movies at once. Yeah, you could make it into like three short films or four short films. Yeah. And oh. I do I do agree with the ending too. Like this ending is like like you said in the beginning, you're like, you know, most Bollywood movies are pretty predictable. Most Bollywood movies are like have a very particular type of happy ending and it's always like basically it's always like guy gets girl. Like that's ending. Yeah. This is like really good because they don't say you can guess, but they don't say like when was he lying when was he telling the truth is he blind is he not blind like there's certain questions yeah. you can guess and you're like oh maybe i think this maybe I, this actually happened maybe this didn't happen but he doesn't say anything it's like a cliffhanger and i know that like originally he was asked not to make that ending he was asked to like you know just wrap it up more conventionally like make it a more simple ending like this is too confusing for audiences but it's really what makes the movie so i thought that was another good point that that sidish made in the in his correspondence corner. Yeah, honestly you can sit and analyze that whole ending scene. I and I will once we reach most Bollywood scene because there's some right. interesting 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 fan theories about that. Oh really? Um, well, great. But it's like it's like inception, right? Is the top spinning yep. or not? Um well, it's time to grab your chais and it's time to binge some Bollywood. Ah. Ah. Time to binge some Bollywood with your favorite bros. This one's hard because the next category or the first category is the Mirchi meter where we talk about how spicy this movie is from Sanskari to Harami. So what do you think? What's the Mirchi meter on Andada? Bro, I don't know because like like Sudesh was saying, there's three movies. One of those movies is a love story, right? But yeah. in the love story, they have sex. Yeah. So like, yeah. 
that automatically makes it Harami, right? Yeah. Also, it is kind of Harami that he pretends to be blind and she thinks he's blind and then she's changing and he's just kind of like checking her out while she's like taking her clothes off and also like, true. God, what are you doing? Yeah, I think this is a pretty spicy movie, but like after the after that scene, nothing else in the rest of the movie is yeah. spicy. Nothing happens. I, I will guess say it's an affair. Yeah, I was going to say the other beginning part is like you can tell if you watch this movie more than once that Taboo genuinely like liked her husband and did not yeah. wish that he was dead and the guy she was like having sex with, the police officer, was just like a fling like she just wanted him for like sex for his body which is a very it's a very spicy spicy thing to include in a bollywood movie all right so so pretty spicy okay for for most bollywood scene i'm gonna go through three to five of them but they're not real so the things i listed actually are categories called the most bollywood scene but these aren't really bollywood scenes they're more like scenes i found very entertaining um and then we can talk about like entertaining or rewatchable or interesting in some way like but we can talk about like whether they're bollywood or not so the first very classic scene is aishman karana just playing the piano um while taboo and i forgot that guy's name but the guy she's having an affair with are disposing of the body like that's that's the the one iconic scene of the movie and i think that scene is actually ripped from a short like a short film that was previously made so like that that seems pretty great um, wild. the scene where Tabu just yeets that old lady i thought that was wild she literally just like Aishma Karaj just coming up the elevator and she literally just topples the old lady over and it's just rough because so many dead bodies there's just so many dead bodies that pile up in this movie it's kind of sketchy I'm surprised she doesn't get in trouble. It's like get found out for that one. Um, the third scene is where she taboo blinds Aishman Karana because that's like an iconic twist. We're like, oh shit! So now the guy who wasn't blind, who's pretending to be blind, actually becomes blind. And that whole segment where they're like doing, where she's like wearing the scream mask, and then he thinks she like admits he's not blind by like not drinking the. The, the the mixture that she puts in the water but like yeah. he, he actually still gets blind anyway like the whole chess game between them is really really interesting and fun and then i put the last the last scene which i just thought was like i don't know just felt kind of like weirdly grungy daisy thing to me is where you realize that the people who saved him are actually trying to harvest his organs well, i'm like this is a very weird and dark turn for this movie that's as so they just called that out. That especially felt like, what the hell? Like, is this a different movie? Like, it just felt like a weird, like, way to switch. It comes back around. But those those are my four. Did you have uh, any other ones or, or thoughts about those? I mean, those those scenes are, are wild. I think there's yeah. there are some scenes that aren't as wild as them that are slightly more Bollywood. Because I would, I would right off the bat say that all four of those scenes are not Bollywood at all. Um, because all four of those scenes are the right turns in the movie, right? Like you're going one way and then the piano scene happens where he's playing the piano and they're cleaning up the body and then the whole movie takes a, a shift. And you then, don't remember then, that scene in Om Shanti Om where Shah Rukh Khan just beats an old lady to death? <laughs> I don't know what Om Shanti Om you saw. <laughs> you, know, you know, actually, you could, you could, you could say that uh, 
the yeeting the old lady is similar to something because in Badsha, not Badsha, in uh, uh, Bazigar, Shah Rukh Khan's whole tactic is taking women up to roofs oh, and, just, and like, then throwing them, them over. Off. Yeah. But that's different, <laughs> that's though, because really he's just a serial killer in that movie. Yeah, he's a serial killer. In this one, Taboo is supposed to be a nice lady. She just has to cover her tracks. She gets fucked. Sure, I, w- I wouldn't call her a nice lady, but but yes. Well, until she kills her husband. Well, actually, yeah. she doesn't kill her husband, so. Yeah. Um, I would say the scene where the police officer goes to Aishman Krana's um, house and essentially the, the scene right before the organ harvesting because like Aishman Krana is now blind but the police yeah. officer just just doesn't care. I feel like that's a pretty classic like um, good guy, bad guy scene where the good guy's trying to get away the bad guy's just relentlessly following them. That's true. Um, and then... Another wild scene, this is also not a Bollywood scene, but I just have to put it up there, is when Aishman Khan takes off his contacts. That part is insane. Because oh, yeah. the whole movie is about a blind pianist. Like, you're like, okay, like Aishman Khan is blind and he plays music, he's falling in love. And then you see him take off his contacts within the first five minutes of the movie. You're like, wait, yeah. what? I thought he's a blind piano player. Like, what's, where is this movie going to go now? Um, and you're like, holy shit, this is wild. Uh, so Yeah, yeah I that's mean, true. I mean, the most of those scenes, the most Bollywood scene is the cop trying to kill Aishman Krana. But the best scene is probably when Tabu yeets the old lady off the, the railing. Because that, yeah, one that, that one's a, that's not even a 90 degree angle. That's like a 270 degree turn. Like, I don't know. That one's just on funny. There. While you were talking, though, I thought of a Bollywood scene that's actually kind of funny, too, but like for, fits with an undertun is when, you know, we all know he's not blind. So when he's watching this, murder we know like okay he's gonna go to the cops so of course the first thing he does he goes to the cops and then he's like i just uh witnessed a murder and then <laughs> as he says it the guy with the oh, was having a fair God, with yeah. comes out and you're like wait what the he's a cop like he's a Literally cop and com- he happens to be the cop yeah he's like the, oh, no. that's 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 very bollywood like that like yeah. level of mistaken like yeah. you know but it still works it is it is a little funny though it's like takes yeah. you out of it for a second that's true yeah. all right so i don't know we say we have different takes on what's the most bollywood but i guess taboo throwing an old lady off which which i feel bad because the old lady seems like a very very sweet nice Bro, she's lady nosy but, uh, as hell no, she's. I, I like her. I vibed with her, honestly. If this movie became like, if if another than two was like the old lady is still alive, and then she John Wick revenges on <laughs> everybody, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Because she not, seemed like she had, she she's she not had some badass anymore. No, but you realize that as she fell, she 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 lost eyesight. Blind <laughs> John Wick. Blind uh, John Wick. And she it. tracks at uh, Ryan Gosling um, or whatever. I just went Karan. I called him Ryan Gosling because the end always reminds me of La La Land. Um, to, uh, uh, I just went Karana to, to France or wherever the hell he is. Dude, that'd be sick. All right, anyway. So we agree that different um, Bollywood, but we like the, the taboo scene yeah. um, with the old lady. Um, <laughs> this one's really hard. Because while I think there are funny moments, I don't think there's a funny character necessarily. So who do you have anybody for the Johnny Lever Award for the most comedic character? 
My first my first nomination is the doctor. He's kind of a clown. Oh, the doctor is kind he's of funny. He's not funny, but like he's a character. He's darkly funny. Yeah. Um I gotta say that line he says pops off. Which where one? he like he like makes the joke where they're like gonna give um her liver to the shake's daughter or whatever. Oh yeah. And he was like, Life depends on the liver. And I was like, ah, <laughs> So stupid. I think he's the only person I would give the award to. Yeah, he's probably the best one. All right, so probably the doctor, comedic yeah. character. He's pretty funny, honestly. This, he just he, he just has a singular agenda funny. to get rich, and then he doesn't kind of give a fuck who gets in the way. I like how one scene Aishman Karan is like, yeah, you can sort of trust the other two people, but the doctor, that's yeah. the guy you really have to be worried about. I yeah, thought that was really yeah. funny. Doctor is so sketch, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. All right. What for a con swap? Which I feel like this one's gonna be fun, but also kind of hard. Which character would you swap out to put Shahrukh Khan, Amir Khan, or Salman Khan? Bro, Loki. Right when you mentioned con swap, the first thing I can think of is the doctor, or sorry, the police officer looks exactly Salman. like Amir Khan. Oh, he kind of like, does look, look like Amir Look Khan. at a picture of, like, go to, if you Google uh, Andhadun, uh, and then you, you know how, like, um, it shows you, like, the pictures of the cast? His name is yeah. Manavij, bro. He looks like, he just looks like Amir Khan in that picture. It's shocking. So I guess um, he could be Amir Khan. His, his, it would, oh, yeah, he does look like Amir Khan. He would be a, a little too intense. But yeah, yeah no. Totally does I don't think Amir Khan could do it, but Salman Khan could do it, I think. That I don't know if I would like anyone as Aishman Karana, but I could see I'd love Shahrukh Khan as Aishman Karana. I was about to say I could see Shahrukh Khan as Aishman Karana, but he would overact it too much. I think he could if I think with the right director he could do it well. Maybe, yeah. Like I feel like it would be like a filmy fun. It, of course, it would take you out of it, but I think you could have a lot of fun with it. I would have loved to see Shah Rukh Khan in this sort of role. Yeah, who else could be swapped? <clears throat> it would be pretty funny if uh, Taboo was married to one of the Khans, especially if it was Salman Khan or Shah Rukh Khan, and they yeah. just play their old stuff, and then it's like Shah Rukh Khan died. <laughs> that would be that would be <laughs> crazy if it was a Karan Johar movie. Yeah. Like, that's definitely what would happen if it was a Karan Johar movie. Or a Farah Khan movie, because she loves meta shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, actually, that would be hell funny. They're just not old enough. They're not old enough, yeah, because it plays on the whole thing where she's, like, the young, you know, thing. Yeah, she's the young wife, and she's, like, listening to, like, old 70s music. I think that's about it. There's not that, like, there's, I think there's, like, a handful of main characters and everybody else is like too small for one of the cons. All right, uh, I I think I'm gonna put Shah Rukh Khan as uh, Aishman Karan. I, I think that would honestly be really tight. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, how about the skippable songs? Yeah, so this is a tough one because right off the bat, I can name you two songs from this movie, and I googled it, and apparently there's a total of five. So right off the bat, there's three of them. That I will not be singing for you today because I literally have no clue how they go, but mm. I will give you the names. So, the first one is Ne 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 Na Da Kya Kasur Ve Kasur, the famous uh, piano scene 
Um, if you one. haven't seen Aishman Karana's version of it, it's objectively better. No, I'm just kidding. It's subjectively better. Uh, I think it's better. Um, and he also goes to a blind school. Fun fact, he goes to a school of blind kids and sings that song for them. That's the music video. Um, but yeah, so there's that, which I feel like is the title song of the movie. There's um, the song... Layla, 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 Mary John. Oh, that's a fun one too. That's my dad's. You really like that one, right? That one's yeah, fire. I really like that. So those those two songs, <clears throat> I I really like. Um, and I I listen to it all the time. There's three more after that. So apparently, there's also an unhadden title sequence. I didn't add that as one of the songs because I think it's just a musical song. Um, but there's three other songs. There's Volarki. I don't even know when that happens, but it's that girl. So I'm assuming it's about Radhika Apte's character. Um, Apse Milkar, which means something. Um, I don't know when that. <laughs> I don't know when that song is going. It's like it's when I met you. Means, after yeah, I met like, you. After I met you. Since meeting you. Yeah. And or then there's meeting you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is Obhire. Also, could not tell you when that's occurring. So, right off the bat, there are three skippable songs. Also, I will say I listened to this, these all five of these songs, um, right before this podcast, and even in the span of the last twenty minutes since I've listened to them, couldn't tell you how they go. So, skippable songs, sure, but of they the are two. Yeah, I would choose Layla. Oh, I don't know which one I would choose of the two. I, I think maybe Layla, honestly. But I don't know. I I, I go through phases. But I will say yeah. this. like I don't remember any of the other songs either. But I don't think I skipped anything. Like in the movie itself, I don't remember. I obviously don't remember where it plays. But I didn't skip anything in the movie. Like there were no like, you know, like seven minute like Switzerland song sequences that I had to skip. Like it all felt ingrained. Like even Nena de Kasur, which I think goes on for the longest time, is... Yeah. uh there's stuff happening like you know it's like kind of comedic because you know like you know like they're in the theater and like he can see the popcorn and like there's little yeah. bits here and there that like it's going through the story the montage is part of the story so yeah, yeah and also I, there's i mean he's really a piano no player he's a piano yeah. player too so like one of the songs yeah. if it's him just playing piano and singing to the the people in the club which like makes sense it's just part of the sequence of the song uh sequence of the movie so yeah, I definitely didn't s- skip any songs while watching it. I couldn't tell you when they occur, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't skip anything, so I wouldn't necessarily say that they're skippable songs because they probably integrate somehow into the movie. I just don't remember it because I was watching the scenes rather than listening to the music. So I'll put Layla as my number one too. We'll go with that. Yeah, just to have I solidarity. Like I go through I phases. I really good. Of the two, the reason I put Layla as number one is because I like Aishman Karana's version of Nena de mm, Kasur. That's fair. And obviously, that's not the movie version of it. So um, I, I, like, I prefer Le- the Layla Layla movie version. But That's fair. I think I agree yeah. with that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, you know, like the thing in this movie is like, it, it's such a cheat code to have your person play music or be a musician, the character. I feel like they didn't totally take advantage of that. Like, but like that's not the premise of the movie. Fun. Yeah, I know, but like it's Bollywood. You can always add like some yeah. cool ass music somewhere. I feel like so. Like you know how we always clown on um, Shah Rukh Khan with like Mohabbat Day or something like that, where he's just like 
forget playing a violin. Dude hasn't even seen a violin before that yeah. scene. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. But apparently with this one, like the director said that Aishman Karana did so many takes that he was playing. Like they just let him play. Well, um, and yeah, it was his my, fingers. Wait for my, I could be wrong. I'll tell you about it. Yeah, so I mean, you can you can hit that. That could be wrong, but that I think that's what's like kind of impressive. So I'm surprised yeah. they didn't take more more advantage of it. But yeah, but like um, it's it's funny because you said that that's so Bollywood of them to do that they should have taken advantage of it. But this isn't really a Bollywood movie. Like it's just not. Yeah, that's true. It, this is another another point. I feel like we should have counted the number of points of that, that make it not as Bollywood as the other Bollywood movies. But like that's another one. Like the only the first twenty minutes of the movie is him as a piano player. The rest of it has like you could you could say he wasn't a piano player. He could have been a trombone player, trumpet player. It doesn't make any impression until the very last scene. Like nothing yeah. involving a piano after the murder scene. Like it doesn't that's matter. True. All right. Well, we we basically transitioned into this anyway. So. Um, that was your fake. I could be wrong. Yeah. But what are your real <clears throat> things you possibly could be wrong about? Stuff you found on the internet. Let's get into it. Um, so right off the bat, the first person to be approached about this movie was Varun Dhawan. Yeah, that's that's insane. I would have killed myself. No, I would not that extreme. You think you could have done it? Wouldn't have watched the movie. Wasn't I could have, but I would have indie movie he did that was actually pretty good, supposedly. I don't know, probably. I've seen like three Varanthavan movies. Um, mm. One of them was Student of the Year. So <laughs> is, is he good? Bro. I don't know, maybe. Um, but I think you it's a thing. Vale too. I actually have not seen Del Valle or I have not. Uh, oh, no, I've seen Del Valle. Del Valle is pretty fire, actually. But he's a stupid character in that movie. Um, <laughs> the reason he was actually chosen is, or he, the reason he was the first choice is because um, in Bud Lab- the one's kid. No, bro. Um, <laughs> the director of Bud Lapur yeah. is Sriram Raghavan. Mm. And, and I heard that's for those, good. For those who don't know, Shriram Raghavan is the director of Andadun. So, so he came up with the idea of Andadun while he was directing um, uh, Badlapur. I've heard Badlapur is good. Yes, I haven't seen it. Um, but that's why he he approached Varanthavan and Varanthavan was like, I have too many things going on. So he said no. Um, but Interesting. that was the reason. Um, <clears throat> it would have been a tough pick for Thawan. Because like if yeah. he could have done it, it would have totally changed who it would have like stratif- like taken him to the stratosphere, like changed his yeah. career trajectory. So kind of tough. Yeah, that is choice. true. Yeah. Well, I I prefer Aishman Krona any day. I like Aishman Krona. Um, yeah, me too. Number two, so that we kind of already touched on this, but Aishman Krona spent five months learning how to play the piano. Um, oh damn! So he could do the scenes. I think he came. This is a true. I could be wrong. I, someone can fact check me if they want. I think he came to the L.A. and he worked with an Indian, um, an Indian pianist player. Came to L.A., like oh, Los oh. Angeles. I thought there was like um, some special place called the L.A. No, okay. no, he came to L.A. I think, and I think there is a, I think there is like a, a, um, a famous like Indian piano player that's based Ryan here. Gosling. Oh. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, Ryan Gosling. After learning how to play piano for La La Land, taught Aishman Karana, um, and he was the the understudy to this movie. It's actually La La Land too, but they yeah. had to change it. Yeah, 
it was it was it would have been too goaded of a movie doesn't it um, remind you of la la land though this movie the first 20 minutes i don't know why you keep saying that the first 20 minutes and the last five minutes yeah yeah, but the last there's five three, minutes, there's a copy of the law. There's Land. two hours in the middle that have nothing to do with La La Land. Yeah, but let's just say one out of the four movies is La La Land. All right, fine. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, actually, because he doesn't the get the girl story. at the end. They have a love story. They break up and then they reunite at the end in a speakeasy while he's playing the piano and he's just she's just watching. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The only difference with the <laughs> La La Land is that Ryan Gosling doesn't end up with Emma Stone because he doesn't want to go to Paris on Lethland, it's because he gets stuck in an organ harvesting blind murder plot. Yeah. And a rabbit saves his life. So I think there's a little bit of difference in the middle, but the beginning ending yeah. is the same. It's basically all in. Um, uh, on top of that, Aishwin Krana was actually given special lenses and dark glasses while he was filming that impaired his vision. So in the scenes that he's acting blind or is blind, um, and he has those glasses on, it's because they had like, like, like contact lenses that blurred your vision. So he was also kind of like half blind while filming, which is cool because then it's like, he's like, it's like kind of taking what's, what's that phrase? Method acting. Method acting. Yeah. He's like, he's like, just let me be blind for the sake of the movie. So it's like, it's pretty cool. I think he, he, he did really well in the movie. And you could tell by these small little things that they made him do. Um, the the piano thing is a, is my favorite because like for once a Bollywood actor is actually playing the instrument and playing it right. And like they didn't need a stunt double. Like all of the scenes that he's in, he's the one playing the piano. He's playing the songs. Like it's I think that's dope. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, this um, is the reason our con swap wouldn't work. But yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I can't even imagine Shark trying to play the piano. Um, and then the last one, which is, this one is crazy. Um, so we've talked about the scene where Thabu and the police officer are cleaning up the mess while Aishwin Krana is playing the piano. Iconic scene, probably the, the craziest, one of the craziest scenes of this whole movie. That scene was not rehearsed. So Damn. they kind of like the, the, the producers and the people helping kind of had little bits of and pieces here and there but that scene happened all in like it like they didn't practice doing that scene before they actually filmed it so it kind of just like they wanted the chaos and the chaotic nature of that scene to come through um so they didn't rehearse it before so like like i wouldn't be surprised if like aishwin khan is like playing the piano and is like oh like what are they doing next like what are they doing next like to to add for the the like emotion that is shown in that scene which i think is cool um, and it's pretty crazy because wild. that scene is wild and it's a long scene. I went back and I looked at it. It's a pretty long scene of like them plotting of what to do, like how to roll the body, how to clean the blood, like all this shit. It's pretty crazy. That is um, crazy. Yeah. That's, so that's insane how they like, there's so many things that happen in that scene. Anyway, that's yeah. a, that's a good one. That's a good, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, well that kind of finishes the, I could be wrong, but I'm going to do a special segment just for this unheathered episode. And, um, I will be reading to you and we will be discussing different theories that people have about the ending of this movie. So nice. this this movie has an interesting ending because the ending of the movie is kind of like a retelling or this movie is kind of like a retelling of certain events from Aishman Krana's character to Radhika Apte's character um, because she obviously comes back. It's like, what the hell happened to you? 
um, because he's blind. She comes back and he's blind and she's like, wait, you're not blind. And like, obviously he has to tell him the whole story. So <clears throat> there's a few theories out there because the narration is inherently biased. Yeah. Um, and then there's that whole like blind rabbit shit. Like, is it believable? I don't really know. Um, and then there's the whole scene where he walks over a can and just smacks it. And you're like, wait, is he blind? I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, so the first main theory is um, the doctor helps Akash uh, Aishwin Karana just get to Europe. So um, that's the one, the, sorry, that I buy. Yeah. yeah. Like the doctor and Aishwin Karana are friends. He goes to Europe. Um, and obviously what's her face is going to be dead. The doctor just kills the boo and takes the boo's eyes and helps him and goes to Europe and helps him out. That's probably the most believable one. Um, then this, this one is, this one's really interesting. Um, I don't know who thought of it, thought about this one, but I kind of, I kind of like it. Um, Aishram Karana was only blind in one eye. So. He is blind and not blind. Um, so the theory is that he's like, he has like foggy eyesight, but he's not fully blind. Um, and apparently, Starting so this person, I so I think it's from the beginning after oh. she, or beginning as in like after he gets blinded. Um, and so fans see that in the trailer when Aishwin Krana like splashes his face with water, they notice that only one of his eyes is red and the other is normal. Um, so they think that he only is blind in one eye. And also, apparently there's a scene in the movie where like the back of an auto rickshaw, there's a picture of Aishwarya Rai. Yeah. Um, and in that picture, she only has one eye open. And it's apparently some sort of symbolism. Um, and so these fans believe that he pretends to be completely blind so that Dabu thinks that her um, her plan is working. Um, but in reality, he's, he's not blind. Fully blind. That one's kind of weird. Um, that was kind of weird. I, I, I mean, that's possible. It just feels. I feels like it doesn't add anything like super yeah, cool. It's just. It. It's just not worth it. It's, that one's not yeah. worth it. Um, well, what if he's just like, he just, he's just a fuck boy, and he smashes, and then he makes up the whole story after the fact, the, <laughs> just to after, make it seem like, yeah, just to just to uh, be like, I, I didn't ghost you. I had this whole murder plot happen. I didn't have an affair with her. All this shit happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. Um, and then obviously there's the the theory that what he said is true, which realistically I don't believe. Um, but I, I guess it's possible. That. I mean, it's possible. I guess a rabbit, a blind rabbit runs in front of a car and she, and I take it back. It's not believable. That shit's CGI. I'm going to believe by that. Yeah. It's insane. But the, there's a scene apparently so someone was analyzing this movie and they noticed that when we watch the sequence we see a car with the doctor Aishwam Karana and Thabu in the back driving away right it drives away in the distance and then it cuts to Aishwam Karana and Radhika Update talking and then when they explain the retelling of that 
in Aishman Khanna's retelling, the car is stopped. And the car, when it stops, is the scene where the doctor goes to check to see if Thabu's alive or mm-hmm. if she's... So the theory is that in reality, in the real storytelling, the doctor, Aishman Khanna, just drive away and they steal Thabu's eyes and that is that. And Aishman Khanna's telling is false because you see the car paused in the new scene after the fact. So okay. that one is interesting because I kind of believe that one. Like, yeah, there's a there's a clear and obvious cut between the car moving away and the car stopping in that field, which Damn. is a cool analysis that someone went through and, and analyzed. It. I think that was pretty fascinating. Um, I got to rewatch this now. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I did not watch that scene, so I'm I'm truly. This is me truly basing it off of what this person uh, online and people seem to back up the story. Um, but I thought that was fascinating. There's a there's a pure, there's a clear distinction in the um, in the scenes that are shown between what we are seen as viewers as the real thing and what Aishman Karana is retelling to Radhagapte's character. So, you know, the thing is, I I think in my an- analysis, like you kind of need the doctor because I don't. I mean, I've never tried to get eyes replaced by a uh illegal donor no you have to like but you would but you would think that the doctor is the hardest person to find like a doctor's shady enough to be able to do that operation so you think that he's still alive that's no the doctor the doctor is definitely alive for sure yeah that's my he has to be who's gonna do the operation on him exactly and 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 i i am one of those people who thinks that he is like his eyesight is cured at the end yeah, I agree too. I think he does go blind and I think he does get his eyesight yeah. back. Yeah. And I kind of agree with the the last theory that I had where his retelling of the blind rabbit is fake, but in reality, yeah. the doctor, him, and the boo drive off and he goes to Europe and gets his new eyes. But, yeah, I think I'll buy that. I think the yeah. hidden and quit it one is, it puts guys in too much of a bad light and I don't want to believe yeah. that one's true. Yeah, that one is funny though. There's just no right answer. And the whole purpose yeah. is the director also didn't have a he didn't have an answer. Like he was like, I don't know. It's up to the viewers to decide what they want to they want to believe. Yeah, that's so interesting. Because so. see, for Inception, I feel like the non-answer is the right answer. And this one, I don't think. Like in Inception, like no, but like whenever... in Inception, you want to believe that he's in real reality. Like you just yeah. have to, as a viewer, you have to believe that he came home. Well, I think the point of Inception. I don't know if Nolan said this, but it's like, it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, it does not matter whether he's in a dream or is he in, he's in reality because he's with his kids again. Like the whole point of it is like, you can't tell the difference between dreams and reality at, at a certain granularity. And that's why his wife dies. And that's why he gets confused when they're in limbo for a while. It's like, like I kind of yeah. buy that. I'm like, oh, I understand. Like the whole point of it is that there is no answer. But with this one, it feels like there is an answer. It doesn't yeah. feel like the point of it is there's no answer. So that's no, what's interesting yeah. about this one. There definitely is an answer, but like it can be interpreted in any which it way. It could be you anything. Want. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's hit some top threes after that. That was that was a great category, actually. Yeah. That, that's pretty interesting. Cool that everyone had so many different different takes. Um, this top three is going to be so hard for because for a while, I think he just fell off like four or five years ago, but for a while, Ishmael Karan was just consistently making like interesting stuff, even if you didn't like it. Um, yeah. he. So I mean, he's I'll still making you. interesting stuff. I just don't think it's as good. Yeah, I agree. 
for me, my top movies of him are Vicky Donor, Dumblegake Aisa, Bareliki Barfi, and Shubmangla Savada, and Badaiho. So there's five for me to pick from. Um, Bareliki Barfi yeah. for me is number one, I think. Damn. I've watched that movie like okay. five or six times. And I what don't know Andata? if it's... Is that in your... Ah, she... I thought that was four, and probably one. Okay. Um, and then probably Bareliki Barfi. I don't like Bareliki Barfi for him, though. I like it for Kriti Sanon, and I like it for Rashmore Rao. Like his yeah, character in Bradley Burphy is kind of he's kind of a dick, and you don't I don't really understand yeah. why he gets hurt at the end. But um, yeah. the movie is great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I I guess fuck I guess I have to put number three. Um, I'd probably put Vicky Donor as number three. That movie is just so funny, and I think it's his first Vicky movie. Great. Yeah, it's um, great. And he just kills it. I mean, but Daiho is such a good movie. Uh, so entertaining and Dumbledore Aisha Shobanga Samadhan are great too I don't remember the latter two as much because I haven't seen them in a while um, yeah. but the fact the fact that I haven't rewatched Badaiho Shobanga Samadhan and Dumbledore Aisha means that there probably wouldn't be in my top three but I have rewatched Bariliki Barfi Vicky Doder and another many times so I think that would be my ranking I think I this is going to be great because I think my top three might be completely different than yours um, yeah. I think number one is going to be another. Just like if I'm thinking in terms of like acting and choice and like interesting and like where it put Bollywood, I think feel like this is the most fun. Yeah. But the, I feel like the one I have like I rewatch all the time, the one I love the most is probably Shub Shub Mangal Savadan. Really? You've rewatched it since the first time we watched it? Yeah, I love that movie. It's just really I'm, fun. Maybe it's I just like a chill. It. Yeah, it's a good it's just movie. Like one of those it's a good movie. You kind of just put on the background. You just enjoy the humor of it. Like, yeah, I, I really like, um, God, what's the actress's name? I really like her. Yeah. I like her too. And I'm totally blanking. Anyway, She's also in Dumbledore Aisa. Bumi. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like her a lot. So she's also great. Like she's like, honestly, she's kind of like the better character, but, but yeah. they're, they're both really good. Um, so I'd put that number two. Number three is, Oh, I, I, I guess I was picking between Vicky Donor and Dumbledore I think I'll put Vicky Donor, actually. Maybe that's more similar than I thought. I'll put Vicky Donor because the other one, like, he's kind of a dick character. Um, yeah. And although the movie is really good, like, I genuinely think it's really interesting and uplifting at parts. Um, I think Vicky Donor is just more fun. So those yeah. are my three. Yeah. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on another? I don't know. I feel like I exhausted a lot of what I wanted to say. I mean... The screen mask the sc- is pretty funny. Yeah, the screen mask is good. I honestly, one point I have is, dude, if someone was trying to check to see if I was blind, I would fail so fast. Like the yeah. opening scene where he goes to the bathroom and the cop is hiding in the bathroom within seconds. Oh, Jesus, that's within so seconds, I would have reacted and the duck, the guy would have shot me dead. Like yeah. I would have turned, looked to my right and been like, what the fuck is this guy doing in the bathroom? Um, yeah. So, I mean, this this movie is just it's just like a good time. I feel like you never know what's going to happen. Even me watching it again. I watched it again with a couple of my roommates um, and Sanjana. And it was fun watching them watch the movie because they were all like, whoa, whoa, oh shit. Like they just didn't like it was like they didn't know what to expect. And even as I was watching, I was like, I don't really remember half this stuff. Uh, yeah. But it's it's just a good movie. It's just, but yeah, yeah, this movie's so great. Um, if you've gone through this whole podcast and listened to this whole podcast and haven't seen it, like I and feel like dumb. 
you just got to do it. You just got to sit down, turn off this podcast and go watch it right now. Um, because you've gotten so many spoilers and yeah, I think we spoiled all of it. I yeah. genuinely think we spoiled every part of the movie. Yeah, we did. So, well, it's a good thing I said the disclaimer in the beginning, but if you haven't seen it yet, please watch it. Cause it's so good. Um, honestly, my hot take and final thought, which I kind of started with this, but it's not Aishman Karana's movie. It's Taboo's movie. Yeah. She fucking, she murders this literally and figuratively. Like yeah. she's so crazy. Like the, the emotion she's giving, like the performance, like how cajoling and beguiling she is. She's just like, she's a tour yeah. de force. And I think it's funny because she always acts like the men in her life are kind of beneath her. But then you see like the men in her life and you're kind they of are, like, I get it. She's running yeah. circles around everybody yeah literally she's smarter than probably anyone in this whole entire show she just kind of gets unlucky at the end yeah she i think Uh, she gets it you can tell she's so like insanely smart because in situations that normal people would be like all right i failed i've lost like my my luck's run out she somehow gets out of that it's kind of wild i feel like there's some like she might have survived at the end we don't know true i guess we don't really know but yeah the old lady has to come kill her Another two. <laughs> yeah, anyway, all in all, wild movie. I'm glad Bollywood made it. Hopefully, you make more. Honestly, we really, I haven't watched enough of this director's movies. Like, I want to watch Badlapur. And yeah. um, I know he's come up with like some movies that aren't highly acclaimed, like Agent Vinod and other stuff. But like, I, I think he has a couple movies that like people are like, this is a pretty good movie and different for Bollywood. So I think we should definitely watch those and do it on the pod if we can. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.